and we're back with the planetary aspects for some of you who are mm, unsure as to what planetary aspects are they are pretty much planets um that are communicating amongst each other um you know just like people you don't get along with everyone they have their personality you have yours such and so forth such and so forth the planets are like that as well okay in fact that's the reason why some of us are not able to get along or if we are it just depends but all of these things are influenced by planets and so that is what planetary aspects are in brief okay it's just two planets coming together or a multitude of planets coming together and communicating and i'm just here to kind of <clears throat> report on how that it's going to influence us here all right, so this is a continuation of the astrology forecast for the week of September 11th of 2023. I did title this week um, Jeremiah 2911 um, and or for I know the plans I have for you. Before we get started, I am tapping into Vedic astrology for the planetary transits. Excuse me. Uh, 12 noon, um, New York, New York, and I do use the whole sign uh, system. All right. And so to get started, I like to focus on squares and oppositions uh, because this is, you know, challenges uh, that we need to that's coming up and what we need to overcome. And then oppositions, those who try to oppose, you know, you overcoming those said challenges. I think that is what life is all about. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and explain what squares are. And then we're going to get into the nitty gritty. So squares are designed to bring forth tension, challenges, and ultimately pressure in our lives. I find that squares are much harder to deal with and overcome in comparison to oppositions because squares present challenges intended to overcome. And usually in that process, you gain a backbone, strength, confidence, and strong determination. Life would certainly be easier without squares present. However, life is hard in and of itself. Squares prepare us to face oppositions and life is saturated with oppositions. When we hear about people who are successful and made of steel, usually they have been in square training since day one, since young. Those with harsh upbringings are usually the ones who can overcome any bully enemy and withstand life's hardships. The famous quote, pressure makes diamonds, can be attributed to squares in their natal charts and or transits. As for those who are accustomed to an easygoing life with everything handed to them, at some point in life, uh, life will present them with a square and or opposition, and you'll usually find them crumbling. They fold under pressure. One of my favorite people in this world, David Goggins, his favorite quote is to stay hard. In order to stay hard, one has to get hard. In conclusion, squares are hard, but they make you hard, hard enough to withstand any and all oppositions that come at some point in our lives. Squares will also cause blockages and delays if one chooses to ignore this energy. Have you ever felt in a rut, stuck, blocked, or delayed? This is usually because you are avoiding a square natally or in transit. Squares cannot be avoided, whereas oppositions allow strategic movement. Personally, due to my squares of being bullied growing up, 
I was forced to learn how to fight and to be confident. In the event an enemy presents themselves to me, I can strategically avoid, ignore, or decide to fight back due to the squares that I've overcome and learned growing up. Ultimately, squares force us to grow. Unfortunately, most avoid squares in life and create energy blocks, delays, and more frustration, which then lead to more destruction in their lives. And with all of that said, let's go ahead and get into uh, the squares that will be occurring for the week. The moon will be squaring up with Jupiter that is retrograded. The moon is in Cancer at 17 degrees in the 10th house. Jupiter is retrograded in Aries at 21 degrees in the 7th house. With this aspect, this would certainly explain some restlessness, insomnia, and for others, headaches, burning, watery, and or itchy eyes, for starters. Secondly, this is a highly spiritual energy mixing together at this time, considering the moon is responsible for our natural emotional rhythms, femininity, and intuition. For the moon to be squaring Jupiter retrograded in Aries, this is a strong indication of spiritual warfare and or emotional disturbances that are triggering you, your equilibrium, and um, us or you on a deeper level, but profound nonetheless. These levels are occurring that are these levels are occurring um, and they're not at a visible. You can't see them. You can just feel them. Personally, I keep eating chocolate. Um, I had some nights where I couldn't sleep and I've been having some mood swings and random body pains. This aspect certainly brings forth struggles, conflicts with one's career and relationships for sure. The moon and cancer in the 10th house needs emotional but also material stability to feel and provide security, whereas Jupiter retrograded in Aries in the seventh house needs freedom, sex, relationships, and spontaneity. There's a conflict. Personally, I've been going back and forth with a man for almost two years now energetically, who is a manager, a foreigner, works 12 hour days, seven days a week. He has a child that he supports, and in my eyes, he supports this child 100%. He has heat, but all the more he has no time for me. I know this man loves me, but is unable to express or to expand on his feelings. We've been at war due to this for a very long time. He makes great money and he's afraid to lose his material security, but lacks emotional security that he needs. He's divorced. And that's the main reason that um, that occurred, uh, because he was new to this country from Africa and he was financially unstable with a wife and kid. His ex-wife broke his will due to this and subconsciously he still holds on to it, working himself so hard to never have money problems. He really loved his ex-wife and she broke him. As a result, he is emotionally um, hard and so he works even harder to compensate. Whenever we do talk or run into each other, the same problem arises, he has to work. He's emotionally unfulfilled and sexually, but he has the material um, security that he seeks. Now, I am the closest that anyone has ever been able to get close to his heart since his divorce eight years ago. But he's fearful and remains stuck in this cycle due to his fear, and I refuse to be stuck with him. In this aspect, he would essentially be the Cancer uh, 10th house, which is funny because he is a Cancer sun sign. And I would be the Jupiter retrograde in Aries energy. He can't leave me alone or get over me thanks to the retrograde energy, but I choose my independence each time. 
I refuse to be in a seventh house relationship with him where I am emotionally unfulfilled because he's scared to give us what we both deserve. Now, I never cared and don't care about his money. I am a free spirit spirit, and he's a caged bird. The thing is, the cage is open, but he decides to stay up in there. Because I'm a free spirit, I allow him to just be and to be just without me. In conclusion, the challenge this aspect would present is twofold. First fold, those who chose to be a caged bird will have to deal with this block, delayed, and stagnant energy. Whereas those on the second fold will have to walk away, love from a distance, and move on. Move on to bigger and better things that Jupiter has promised for you. And so back to the beginning, I mentioned that I was struggling with the overeating, the snacks, the chocolate, but more specifically so... This aspect, if you find yourself overeating, snacking, or feel inclined to fast, just know that this is the placement and this is why. More power to you if you're able to fast during this transit. Some of you also may be feeling more charitable and generous at this time. Personally, I've been feeling inclined to feed the birds near my home. Plus, they've been giving me, you know, a death stare and very demanding energy to do so. (laughs) So moral of the story, with the moon squaring up in Jupiter retrograde, it's pretty much the heart against, mm, I don't want to say the mind, but I guess that would be the best or it would be what your heart wants and what your, you know, financial materialistic needs are or wants or having a problem differentiating the two or balancing the two. You know, that's pretty much the gist of this placement. Now, Venus is going to be squaring up with Jupiter, and again, Jupiter is retrograded, and Venus will be in the sign of Cancer at 19 degrees in the 10th house. Jupiter is retrograded in Aries at 21 degrees in the 7th house. This aspect is conjunct the moon square Jupiter retrograde. In that aspect, we discussed the twofold situations, one of which some were choosing to stay stuck in karmic cycles. And the other was choosing to move on, trusting that Jupiter retrograde had something bigger and better in store for them once it went direct. We all know the saying, you are what you attract. And with that, you shall see about that with this aspect. Those who chose to stay in the the birdcage will have to overcome the square. And as we discussed, squares are presented to challenge you with the intent for you to overcome. As for others, the challenge with Jupiter retrograded in Aries was essentially walking by faith and not by sight and trusting in a higher power to provide you with all that it is that you need and want and desire if you just so trusted. It's easier said than done, but it is simple nonetheless. For example, I chose to let go and let God when it came to the man that I've been energetically going back and forth with for two years in which I wanted, past tense, a commitment from, um, but I am confident that I will receive someone or something much more fulfilling and much more than I could ever imagined. Again, Jupiter and even Aries energy alone, it gives free spirit vibes, freedom, courage, energy, opportunities, abundance, expansion, and adventure. I know I am attracting all of that. In fact, I saw it in my tarot readings. As for the man that I left in the cage, he will either rise to the occasion or simply continue attracting more fear, stagnancy, and emotional unfulfillment. On a playful note, for those who have been overindulging in sweets and fast food, expect to attract a bigger tummy and or bigger ass at this time. 
All in all, without sounding redundant, whatever you think, do, act, read, and listen to will be expanded upon. There's another quote, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Well, that is uh, a certainty at this time. In the book of Matthew chapter 26, verse uh, 52, it says to live by the sword, you will die by the sword. One last thing, if you recall my personal life example about homeboy who makes a lot of money that I didn't care about. It's important to note that most people are not like that. You know, Venus is still a superficial planet. And so be careful not to attract gold diggers at this time. Men and women alike can be gold diggers. For some of you, uh, you have a higher power that will be blessing you at this time due to your faith of a mustard seed. And that seed is expanding. While you are attracting blessings, others will be attracted to your blessings, not you. Be mindful of being used. That is a huge emphasis here. I was doing some short tarot readings and I was getting prenup energy and a gold digger on demon time vibes, okay? Venus attracts and Jupiter in astrology does represent marriage. So some of you may attract or be attracted to someone with financial means and a prenup may be presented and or you may be accused of being a gold digger at this time. It's possible or you may be accused of being everything that you're not just because you're receiving blessings. You know how that shit goes. On a more low vibrational level, baby mamas or baby daddies at this time may demand more money as well from you. Or this could be friends, family um, and or again, foes who are mad that you are getting money. However, this plays out. People get very evil, weird and sneaky when it comes to finances Personally, I waited and worked so hard for my blessings, and I'll be damned if I allow someone to use me. In hindsight, someone um, may be concerned if you are using them. Looks are deceiving with Venus. All that glitter isn't gold. And with Jupiter here, that deceit can and will be emphasized and expanded upon. Be careful, okay? But you did hear it here first. The North Node will be retrograded, um is retrograded and it's squaring up with pluto that's retrograded the north node retrograde is in aries at one degree in the seventh house and pluto retrograde is in capricorn at three degrees in the fourth house the north node in astrology is simply the direction uh, to a said location we are essentially all connected as everything is connected and so with that being said we are essentially going in the same direction except we may have different turns to make those turns should always guide and lead us back to the same universal connection. Like Drake said, we may live in the same building, but we got different views. We may walk the same path, but got on different shoes. What does that mean? We are all on a spiritual path. We are all spiritual beings and we all have a spiritual destiny and we are all called for that we're all called for. The challenge with this aspect is most getting stuck, trapped, delayed, and blocked on their paths that are not theirs. Most are too busy trying to block you from your path. Most are too concerned with driving out of their lanes in fear of someone getting ahead of them or going faster than them. I always say you can tell a lot about a person simply by the way that they drive. In tarot, this would be like the chariot card. The chariot card is, I, um, is intended to represent ascension and always moving forward energy. Energy flows, and so we must all do the same. However, with the North Node retrograded, that is not happening. Have you ever witnessed a car accident on the road and usually on the other side of the road, right? But somehow you're in a traffic jam. Why does that happen? 
because most rather slow down and watch someone else's demise to have something to talk about and or to ultimately be nosy. They cause blockages and delays. Not They don't get out to help, but they will sit there and watch someone suffering while they're sitting in their comfortable cars and they're, you know, and safe. Most will not mind their business. They are too concerned with someone else's business. And this causes blockages, which is symbolic for energetic blocks. But again, nature is intended to flow and to keep moving. Just imagine if the air that we breathe decided to stop flowing. Just imagine if the trees decided to stop emitting oxygen, we would all die. Well, with the North Node retrograde, it's squaring Pluto retrograde. This is exactly what this aspect is indicating. The planet Pluto is a warning, and I went more into depth of this with the oppositions that I will cover momentarily. With the North Node retrograded in Aries, the war and leadership zodiac sign, this is a warning for any and all who intent with for any and all who have the intent to block or delay you from moving forward to fulfill your destiny, aka Midheaven. Your spiritual Midheaven, um, and I went into more depth into that as well with the oppositions. But those attempting to stop, block, and delay you are those on the road um, who stop and slow down to watch your demise and that of others. This is like, um, this is a warning that they will die. Now, death and rebirth is in the flow of life. The life flow, the universal flow, and the energy flow. Death doesn't always mean literally, but it can. I mention this energy a lot in my full moon report, uh, my full moon and Aquarius report and, and in my tarot readings, but surprise, surprise, no one watched it. And those who did did not take it serious. Aries energy fights, Pluto energy ends things. And with the North Node retrograded in Aries, squaring Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, this is a strong indication of people, places and things breaking down. Capricorn energy in medical astrology rules the bones, and those bones represent your foundation, our foundation to our body. On an esoteric level, the bones represent the seat of vital principle, aka our souls. This is a warning that you or others' souls will be broken if they do not take heed and get out of your way. I repeat, the bones are the direct connection and union between our souls, life experiences, and ultimately our destiny. Imagine your bones being broken because you refuse to stay in your lane. Personally, I have never broken a bone in my life, and I'm, I certainly have fractured a bone and was given the opportunity to heal, but broken bones never. Random fact, bones were used as ancient methods of divination. So before we had tarot cards, that was that's being abused, the ancients used bones. Lilith will be squaring up with Jupiter that is retrograded. Lilith is in the sign of Cancer at 27 degrees in the 10th house. And Jupiter retrograded is in the sign of Aries at 21 degrees in the 7th house. Lilith in Cancer is conjuncting the moon that is in Cancer, where I revealed that people's deepest and innate nature was possessive, passive aggressive, stubborn, and sentimental, all of which I deem to be low vibrational. This causes a direct square and internal struggle with Jupiter retrograde in Aries, because like the Fool card in Tarot, you're supposed to travel light. 
In spiritual terms, you'll hear, be light as a feather. In depth, your heart should be light as a feather. In Egyptian mythology, Anubis weighs your heart by that of a feather. Even Muhammad Ali believed to float like a butterfly. A butterfly representing transformation, but also being light. Now, do not get it twisted, which I'm sure most of you will, which is your absolute problem. Lilith is not evil. She just reveals what and who you are at an animalistic and innate level. The moon in Cancer, your heart is filled with hate, jealousy, envy, and stubbornness. That is what it's revealing. In other words, most hearts are heavy and we know God, right? The most high or higher power you pick will always judge you by your heart. Everyone loves saying God knows my heart and clearly I do too. There is a blockage in the heart of many which is causing the traffic jam that I mentioned with the North Node retrograde square Pluto retrograde aspect above. Most, because most carry this heaviness, this Eve or the evil in their hearts, um, they are the main ones trying to block and delay others and slowing down to watch and or wait for another person's demise. Just like people slowing down, causing traffic to watch someone on the other side of the road in a car accident. For Lilith and the moon to be in Cancer in the 10th house, this explains why people refuse to support, uplift, promote, encourage, and or introduce you to opportunities that God placed them in position to do. God uses people to help you on your journey. That's why the quote, it's not always what you know, but who you know, is recited today. God will use people to help you, and those same people have hate in their hearts for you. It's funny how the opposite of Cancer energy is Capricorn, and Capricorn is currently in Pluto that is retrograde in. Those who were called to help you and they refused because their hate or for the simple fact that they didn't want to see you doing better than them, this is exactly why they're receiving karma. It's all a test, always, and most failed. Personally, I was angry at YouTube and my subscribers or the lack thereof for a very long time because I see everyone doing whatever they can to block me. They won't even hit the like button, which is free, but they know hitting the like button will help my videos circulate so I can expand and to fulfill my Midheaven and Leo in the 10th house destiny. For a while, I stopped doing readings or I would just do the bare minimum or I simply carried hate in my heart. The hate was only blocking my flow furthermore. Yes, others were blocking me and still continue to do so, but then I joined in and I started to block my damn self. It was a whole bunch of cock block party, okay? It was a cock block party. It wasn't until this aspect came up in my personal life where I realized that I have to help these people even though they wish death upon me, Pluto energy. I had to realize that my purpose is to heal others broken and hateful hearts, not become hateful and broken like them. I was becoming bitter, cold, evil, and disconnected. Love is the highest vibration of all. It's the universal language of the angels, and I was allowing myself to be blocked from that frequency. What these people wanted, I was giving it to them instead of giving what God wanted. I never had health issues. I never had health issues before, and I never had body or chest pain before until this past year. Not only then, you know, not only that, I was dealing with a Kundalini awakening too, but. 
When I finally went to the hospital to find out what was wrong, I realized spiritually I was killing myself by harboring hate in my heart. I had to release it. I had to forgive, heal, cry, kick and scream, but ultimately release the hate so that I can move forward. Just like I was being tested, those who were blocking me and continue to block me, they're still, they're being tested and yeah. I failed my quizzes, but I refused to fail my tests. I stopped doing astrology for two months straight because I was not getting my ego stroked. And now I do not do tarot or astrology for the ego. I do it to connect to the divine and to help others at the same time. I had to remember why I started, but also to trust in my purpose and to be brave enough to fulfill it regardless of who tries to get in my way. I was ready to get another nine to five job and suffer, but I snapped, I snapped out of it. The square, the challenge here is all internal and within your heart, but also at the root of your heart. Lilith energy represents the root. I was allowing my root to die. And with that soon, my body, mind and spirit would have died as well, whichever came first. Now, my favorite scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, is the title of this report. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future. And I realize, um, and I realize when I seek God, he does listen to me, even when these humans don't. And that is my test and will continue to be. I worry about my heart and I worry about my karma for not listening to my heart. I cannot worry about anyone else's karma for attempting to block my heart. Neither should any of you. I got karma being in the hospital for not listening, um, and so trust others will get karma for getting in your way and for them not listening. That should be enough. And in the book of Matthew, chapter seven, verse 20, it says, because of your little faith, for truly, I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. If I can make a mountain move with my fate, surely I can make my haters move out of my way. And I can certainly uh, make mountains of hate, bitterness, and envy move and cease to exist. And that is what this aspect um, is revealing with Lilith squaring Jupiter retrograde. Lilith is squaring up with Uranus and Uranus is retrograde as well. Lilith again is in the sign of Cancer at 27 degrees in the 10th house. And Uranus is retrograded in the sign of Aries at 28 degrees in the 7th house. This aspect indicates miracles happening. To reiterate, if you have the faith to make mountains move, behold and believe how powerful you are when God shows you them being removed. Again, squares are internal battles, lessons and challenges to heal and to overcome. And some of you did the work. You are the magician now, the alchemizer, and that is why they're mad. We are now going to touch on the oppositions and the oppositions in astrology are your ops, your haters. Let's delve in to see why they're mad. But I can tell you now <laughs> they didn't do any of the work that you did. OK, that we just covered. But let's go ahead and see anyway. Oppositions are designed to bring forth awareness, ultimately bringing something to our attention with conscious intent to bring forth wholeness within oneself. However, inadvertently, most when presented with an opposition, 
negative reactions manifest, one of which is projection. This then leads one or both polar opposite energies to be viewed and treated as an enemy needed to be repressed or attacked at all costs. This is the main reason I like to focus on oppositions in astrology because in order to evolve on a soul level, it is imperative to integrate the polar opposite energies as opposed to opposing them and ultimately rejecting them. And this is where imbalance is born. Now for this week, the sun will be opposing Neptune that is retrograded. The sun will be in Leo at 24 degrees in the 11th house. As for Neptune, that's retrograde will be in Pisces at two degrees in the sixth house. The rose colored glasses metaphor is in full effect with this aspect. And with it opposing and retrograded, expect you and or others to be disillusioned big time. This gives a strong humbling effect and a harsh reality check. The way this energy feels, I do not know where to start. And that's truly and that truly speaks volumes. Most live their lives in La La Land, seeing themselves in a grandiose way, which in turn causes them to act out in such ways as well. Most use their ego, the sun, to be seen and to feel important by trying to diminish another in most cases. Everyone these days are striving to be famous and known on the microphone. Some are truly talented and deserving, whereas others just do it for attention and for the fame. Most live a keeping up with the Joneses lifestyle and begin to treat others as if they are beneath them. Women, for example, will throw on some makeup and walk around like their shit doesn't stink. Men think that they're players from the Himalayas because they're cheating on women. But in reality, these women do not know about the other. And if they did, I would like to think that their macho macho, I'm the man fantasy world would come crashing down. Most live above their means. And then meanwhile, others are so concerned with wearing clothes that are too small for them because they think that they're skinnier than what they are. And the list can go on. Neptune heightens any planets. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. So with the sun in and of itself, um, it is massive and it does rule the ego. Neptune heightens any planet that it touches and brings forth fantasy and delusion in most cases. Well, with Neptune, uh, Neptune doesn't necessarily want to touch the sun that's in Leo. In fact, that's why it's opposing it. So again, this placement is going to bring forth some harsh reality checks. The sun rules entertainment and Neptune brings in the fantasy. Most live their life for entertainment and fantasy purposes alone, which brings that ignorance is bliss dynamic, all of which is coming crashing down. Like I forementioned above, opposites or oppositions come into play when you need to be made aware of something. In this case, with Neptune, consciously aware. Most will fight oppositions much harder than a square, meaning they got more energy to fight an opposing energy that's trying to bring the truth and essentially pop their bubble and to bring some, um, you know, bring them back down to reality. Most have no energy to address those squares and challenges uh, to overcome them. Squares, again, are intended to challenge you internally. Most do not operate internally. They operate externally, making the majority extroverted, all wanting to be seen, envied and famous in however way. It's sad and sorry, but who asks me? I picked this energy up in my tarot readings. Mind you, I did a tarot reading before I even interpreted this placement. Um, I believe it was the actual Leo love message where I titled it, 
someone is waking up mad and going to sleep matter and then that plane is pleasure now with the sun in leo placement i also mentioned how some of you are going to be shining and you will automatically have others doing whatever they can to dim your light aka hate on you when we review a lot of successful people's stories most doubted their dreams because neptune can rule dreams as well most doubted their dreams and attempted to reduce their vision, dreams, and fantasy as a mere illusion. Isn't it crazy how we can all be presented with the same energy, just like we can all have 24 hours in a day? But it all depends on how you use it, right? I can keep going with many examples and scenarios with this placement, but to sum it all up, those who do not believe in your vision or your dream will be eating crow at this time, eating their words and essentially mad because you prove their hate and ego have an ass wrong. This energy will play out where your dreams are coming true and you're proving your haters wrong. Another way this energy will manifest is uh, where those who think that they're important, seeking fame, attention, money, and pretty much scammers, they will all be brought down to reality and humbled at this time for all to see. The Ascendant will be opposing Uranus that is retrograde in. The Ascendant is in Libra, 28 degrees in the first house. And Uranus, retrograded, will be in Aries at 28 degrees in the seventh house. With this aspect, those who are superficial, conformist, selfish, uh, and receiving heart's truths to their superficial realities will be opposing and mustering up all their jealousy and envy to attempt to evil eye and attack those who are authentic, intelligent, innovative, and rebellious to their plights and beliefs in brief. The fake and the phony will be mad at you or circumstances that are real, genuine, and independent at this time. The Ascendant in Libra is relationship-oriented, where Uranus retrograded in Aries is independent and self-sufficient and direct. This, uh, I'm sorry, handle this aspect with a it-is-what-it-is attitude. You may lose support, followers, friends, family, and expect your enemies to be exposed at this time. The planet Uranus that's retrograded, or even if it's direct, it doesn't matter. Uranus is going to demand shocking, forced and sh shockingly forced change, liberation with newfound insights, consciousness, and will reveal truth and what most people push off as conspiracy theories. They push them off because it opposes their superficial and conformist views. The difference with Pluto, the energy builds, the tower builds and it's anticipated uranus however comes when you least expect it and this cannot be controlled or anticipated which in my eyes is a lot more scary due to its unknown qualities on a 3d level pluto would be like a bill you know you need to pay a bill but you refuse to we all know that at some point a pluto tower will come when that debt is now in your collection report but you knew that was coming uranus would be like receiving an unexpected eviction notice with that comes fear, uncertainty, confusion, and ultimately leaves you at a loss for words. With Pluto, you had some control and expectation. Uranus, none at all. The planet Uranus made up the quote, a hard head makes a soft ass. Pluto energy is provoking a fight with someone. Y'all waste time arguing, going back and forth. And while all this is going down, you anticipate a physical altercation. Uranus is like driving and out of nowhere, a car crashes into you, jolting and shocking you and maybe even ending you. Pluto energy is like eating and eating, drinking and drinking, sexing and sexing. And at some point, you know, it will catch up to you. 
Uranus is like receiving news that you have a terminal illness. That's something that you were not expecting at all. I'm giving all of these examples because this is the route that others rather take. They rather be backed into a corner and forced to change. It's much worse when the planet is in retrograded energy, because not only will this force happen quickly and unexpectedly, but with the retrograde, you have to sit in it. It won't go away as quickly as it came. Again, most rather take this severe route, all in the name to stay the same. I'm good, love, enjoy. I personally take heed, pay attention to the signs, and make the changes required of me with maybe a Pluto Tower energy. Squares in astrology is what the planet Pluto kind of plays into. But as I already mentioned, most go above and beyond to avoid squares, challenges, and transformation. And so Uranus has to come in with some shocking uh, and unexpected changes. Hmm. The Midheaven is opposing Saturn that is retrograded. The Midheaven is in Leo at 10 degrees in the 10th house. And Saturn is retrograded in Aquarius at 8 degrees in the 5th house. With all things and all planetary transits and lessons, some act responsibly where others act irresponsibly with the energy. The Midheaven in astrology should be viewed as your spiritual destiny to fulfill. And if you ask any other astrologer or any surface level person with a basic understanding of astrology, they will tell you that the Midheaven is your reputation, your career, public image, and how you gain power in this lifetime. As we already discussed with the ascendant in Libra, most are overly concerned with superficial matters that tie in directly with their midheaven. They do not want to see, acknowledge, or fulfill their spiritual destiny uh, that more than often goes against societal expectations and norms. For example, someone with a natal midheaven in Virgo, for example, will be told or will read that they should work in the health field. They hear this and then they become a nurse. They become a nurse They become the nurse because they want the paycheck and the job security. It's not their passion, however. If you look on YouTube, nurses all over only gloat about how much money they make. Seldom do you ever hear um, a nurse talk about they are a nurse because they genuinely want to heal others. Let's say someone uh, takes life in a spiritual or religious approach. They will be the nurse that does not do it for the paycheck. They will be the nurse who sacrifices a low and sacrifices and has a low paying wage in the name of healing those that they feel called to heal. Those will be the nurses who go above and beyond on your behalf, who may stay later than their shift to ensure that you're comfortable and assisted properly. Personally, when I went to the hospital, the woman literally told me she was just doing whatever paid the bills. The desk clerks at the hospital acted aloof, cold and with no urgency to help those in the waiting room who were suffering. And so what am I saying? With the mid having opposing Saturn that is retrograde, with Saturn being the planet of karma, harsh and long lessons, and the ruler of the midheaven, those who are not genuine, honest, authentic, but instead money, attention, and power hungry will be reaping karma at this time. Point blank and period. In my God-given and chosen field, I see a saturated community abusing divinity, That is and was always intended to heal others. I see them promoting sex, karmic relationships, surface level messages and information. I see people abusing divinity for fame, attention and money with no regard, care, concern or consciousness for those who follow and listen and trust them. I can't remember her channel name, but I witnessed a tarot reader post videos with women twerking on one side of the screen and then her pulling tarot cards on the other side of the screen. 
all to get attention. And sadly, she had thousands on thousands of views. I was appalled because it was a direct reflection of how people think and vibrate. I see tarot readers with their boobs and butts all out in their videos. I only see bitches more concerned about laying their baby hairs down in the reading as opposed to giving the messages. I've even witnessed a tarot reader go swimming during a reading. Having people wait as they went swimming. Once he was done, he came to give a reading. And then it was an oracle card reading at that. Like, why are you going swimming on live and claiming that it's a tarot reading? This aspect, like I said, people will be receiving karma for their abuse of power, status, and the ill intentions behind why they do whatever they done do. Just like police officers, you're supposed to care and protect the community, but instead, you abuse the power and kill people or wrongfully lock people up because you can. The things people do for attention, all while abusing their power or positions, will be receiving karma. As for those who support this abuse, you will also, they will also, um, with this aspect, will be getting karma as well. Unsubscribing or turning a blind eye will not change this fact. Like nursing, there are people who are truly called to heal and to be in those positions, but those who are just there to pay the bills or gain attention are taking those limited positions, and they must and will be removed at this time. Granted, Pluto is retrograded in Capricorn, so these people have a chance to take heed to the warning and or Saturn retrograded in Aquarius will force them. Remember, Uranus rules Aquarius, Saturn rules Capricorn, and Pluto retrograded is in Capricorn. And I already went into great detail what the planet Pluto advises. The quote, the bigger they are, the harder they fall comes to mind. Choose how hard you fall. I personally rather bow out gracefully before Uranus retrograded energy forces me. And uh, thank you so much for your time. These are the planetary aspects for the week of September 11th. Um, I will be coming through with updates throughout the week. Um, enjoy.